I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John Peters. Thank you, Callaway's. Thank you, listeners. Maybe listener. <laughs> it's dark. A lot of people stayed up late and taking a chance to sleep on in today. It is a cool, wonderful day out there. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, we have a lot of listeners, and I hope you'll call today. Ought to be a good day to call through. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones, and I'm needing calls as we go on the air today, so I'd love to hear from you. That telephone number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227, I was listening to uh, the broadcast as I left uh, KLIF. My program there goes until 3 and my wife and I stopped and grabbed a quick uh, supper, early supper at three at three fifteen, and then watched the game, and uh, then drove home listening to Brian Estridge and John Denton and our son Brian doing stats for them, and uh, got home and and watched and listened to TCU. Nice job, Frogs. Nice job coming back from seventeen down to win in was that double overtime or triple? I don't know, but. Uh, beat Oklahoma State. That was a nice game. So the Horn Frogs are for real now. What are they, 6-0? 7-0, I guess. So good job. That's fun. Um, and then I went out and gave Zeus the dog a bath because I figured it's going to be too cold here soon to give him a bath on the driveway. And uh, so I decided last night was the night. I have just resisted it for the last couple weeks because of all the honeydew. Sticky honeydew. He loves to roll around in the monkey grass, and it's just as sticky as everything else has been. And I thought, you know, if I can time it just right, it'll still be warm on Saturday evening, Saturday evening bath for Zeus. And uh, then uh, by Sunday, if it rains, if he wants to go roll once the, the monkey grass dries off, it won't be sticky any longer. And I think it all worked. My grand plan, I have small grand plans. And they all seem to work because the stickiness now at your house, if you had rain, should be gone. At least until the aphids have a chance to rebuild their layers of stickiness. It should have helped a lot. On patio furniture and the sides of your house, things like that, you may still want to do a power wash on it or at least a good spray. That's what we have. That's uh, And then I watched the 18-inning uh, baseball game with uh, Houston and the Mariners. Uh-huh. I really had typing I needed to do, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. There's too much fun stuff to watch. So that's probably where part of our audience will be this morning. 888-288-WBAP, 888-288-9227. We uh, always begin the program with Steve Huddleston. He is the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. And Steve joins us right now on this uh, this, uh, dark and uh, rainy Boy, it's nice to hear those words Sunday morning. Steve, good morning. Yes, good morning, Neil. I was out in the rain this morning on my walk. Isn't that nice? Oh, it's yeah. so nice. I wouldn't wish that you get wet on your on your walk, but it's a nice feeling, and it's nice to hear it on the roof. So what's going on in the garden? Well, a number of things. For example, in the Japanese garden, the moon bridge is being replaced uh, with a new one that should be complete by early November, we hope by November 5 and 6, uh, which are the dates for our fall festival. Uh, but this moon bridge, uh, the old one, has been blocked off, gosh, for a long time. 
we didn't want anybody to walk on it, but a new one is being made and put in place, and it's going to be beautiful. Uh, the Moon Bridge is an iconic part of the seven-and-a-half-acre Japanese garden uh, and a focal point, really, from uh, several perspectives in the garden. So we'll be very pleased to have this new Moon Bridge in place. And other than that, we've got lots of butterflies in the garden, throughout the garden, especially monarchs on their fall migration, gulf fritillaries, painted ladies. They're all over the porter weed. Uh, so this is a great time to observe butterflies outside in the garden, in the beds. It's a fun time to see all of that color and beautiful fall color, just the perfect complement to the butterflies. So that's, that's super. Uh, speaking of fall color, plants that are colorful in the fall, you have one of the prettiest ones, one that's come around in, in my lifetime, perhaps in yours. When you were a, a kid in Knickers, this plant hit the market. Tell us about it. Well, it's candlestick plant, mm-hmm. uh, Cassia aleta or Cinna aleta. Uh, it's an old-fashioned, easily grown annual, certainly for the back of the border because of its height. It grows about 6 to 15 feet tall. And in the fall, it's covered with beautiful golden light, uh, golden yellow spikes of flowers that do resemble candelabra. So uh, hence the name candlestick tree. Uh, it can be started from seeds, soaked overnight, and then planted outdoors in the spring after the danger of frost has passed. Uh, they are trouble-free growers. Uh, which can endure a certain amount of neglect. They function well toward the back of a mixed border because of their height, but they're just showing good color now, just a, just a golden yellow, really very pretty this time of the year. It's a beautiful buttery yellow. That's a really pretty yes. plant, folks. Get it out early enough in the, uh, in the spring, probably in April, if you're going to be planting transplants, if you start transplants, or if you buy transplants and give it plenty of time to grow. And uh, full sun is best. I don't, yes. didn't look to see if you had said that. I was doing something else here, writing something down. But um, uh, it's a, a beautiful plant. All right, what events? Well, Lightscape is coming up. In fact, it opens a month from now, mm-hmm. uh, November 18th through January 8th. That is our Christmas light and sound show uh, that will take place in the garden. Uh, we've been told this event will easily draw 100,000 people. Tickets are on sale now. You can purchase tickets on the website. You can select a day and a time. So we're really getting excited about this. It's just around the corner. And then, uh, oh, uh, before too long, I'll I'll, uh, make an announcement about our fall festival in the Japanese Garden. That is coming up as well. That's super. The uh, lightscape, when you first mentioned it back in the summer, I thought, you mm-hmm. know what, it is light until midnight. How the heck? Yes. And yes. now here it is dark until, I mean, dark at uh, at 6. So there we go. Yes. All right. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right. Easy to find. It's, uh, it's north of I-30 where you would go south to get to the zoo. Lots of great things to see west of downtown Fort Worth. All right. 24-hour information phone line, old-fashioned style. You dial it up anytime, and there's a recorded message. What's that number? Yes, that is 817-463-4160. All right, and then the modern way of the last 25 years, the website. Yes, that is fwbg.org. All right, good deal, and that is for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, a beautiful garden. Steve Huddleston, thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you next Sunday.
Well, thank you. Thank you, Steve. All right, and that's sponsored today by the great people at Callaway's Nursery. They sponsor this hour, as they have for many, many years. They sponsor that event. They sponsor a lot of things. They have a lot of things going on in store for you as well. Get inspired and refresh your landscape and outdoor entertaining spaces with Matrix Pansies, Mums, and more wonderful items from Callaway's Nursery and their extensive Autumn Harvest Collection. Matrix Pansies and Mums look spectacular in fresh new pottery on your patio. They add a welcoming splash of color to your entry for all of your family and friends to admire. Callaway's hand selects Matrix Pansy specifically for their extra large blooms, unique colors, and lasting power. You're going to love them as continuous highlight in your landscape from now until spring. Garden mums are perfect for adding that special seasonal touch with their full and lush colors in a rich palette of autumn's vibrant shades. That includes gold and red and yellow and more. You know those colors. Well, wait till you see the garden mums from Callaway's. Complete your front porch fall decor with stunning pottery and these beautiful blooms, or you can plant them into your flower beds for rich color that returns year after year. Visit your neighborhood Callaway's location. Immerse yourself in everything autumn. Discover an exciting assortment of Texas-grown pumpkins, along with gourds and creative lawn decor that will delight your senses. You'll want to stop by your local Callaway's soon for the best selection and to pick out all of your favorites so you can entertain in style. Shop at local at any of their community stores, including that beautiful new store in Prosper, or order online. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Not sure if you know where the Callaway's is closest to you? Go online at Callaway's.com. They're open seven days a week at nine in the morning for your shopping convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. I'm Rob with Callaway's Nursery on Preston Road in Plano. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Rob has been with them for many, many years. I'm pretty sure he is a master certified nursery professional. They have so many of them in their nursery organization, uh, more than 100 certified and master certified nursery professionals. And uh, they're the managers and assistant managers. That's the voices you hear here on my program. Let's start our program today with Jeff and Richardson. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Neil. I have a two-part question for you. Number one, I have a pecan tree in the backyard, and for the last two months, some of the leaves have been dead on some branches. I want to know if I should cut those out. And then number two, in my front yard, I had some of my St. Augustine burn up this summer, and I want to know, should I rake that out or leave it, and it'll grow through this coming uh, spring? All right, number one, did the leaves fall off the pecan, or did they did they turn brown and and stay on the tree, all of them, 100% on the, on the branch? 100% on the branch. All right. I really would uh, want to see that to, to give a, a firm answer. Um, you probably ought to, how large is the branch in diameter? Oh, those branches are probably maybe an inch and a half, two inches. All right, and how how many are there? I'd say there's about four uh, uh, spread out throughout the tree. All right, how how large is the trunk in diameter at ground line? Four, at ground line, it's probably six inches, maybe. All right, um, are those branches uh, somewhat down within the tree? Not not out at the growing tips. 
No, it comes uh, out towards the growing tips. All right. Um, you heard me mention the pecan aphids. I'm going to give you. I'm going to have to give you very quick answers to both because both of those are ten minute answers. We have had an onslaught of pecan aphids this year, and it started about six weeks ago. They have caused defoliation of pecan trees everywhere. I live in a pecan forest, and we have been blowing our driveway twice a day to get the leaves out of the way because they've been so very sticky uh, from the honeydew that the aphids have secreted. They have caused leaves to uh, turn brown prematurely and to fall, although a lot of the leaves stayed on the trees. Absolutely no pruning is, is justified for pecan aphids. They are a very minor cosmetic issue on the trees, and they will do no, no major harm to the trees. Now, on the other hand, pecans uh, do have limbs that die from time to time, and squirrels will grind away at the, at the branches and girdle them by chewing the bark off all the way around, and often fairly high up in the tree. You need to get some binoculars and look, and if that's happened, yes, I would have those pruned out or, or to get them pruned in some way because they'll fall. If they have enough weight, they could do damage. That's why I ask how large they were um, and why I ask if, if the leaves hung on or if they fell. If they all hung on without falling, then that indicates that that part of the branch is dead, and that's unusual. When, when uh, two pecan branches touch one another from neighboring trees, um, one, one branch on tree A overlays tree B like, like two shingles would overlay one another, then the lower of the two branches will die. They don't, they don't grow together like a lot of trees will. The lower branch uh, senses that there's not going to be enough sunlight, and it will die, and it, I see it happening all the time on mine. Uh, the uh, tree people come to our house uh, at least once a year, uh, sometimes twice a year, to remove branches much larger than that that have died away. So that's why it's hard for me to give you an answer. Uh, but that gives you all the detail of what you can look for and, and uh, determine on your own. Uh, if you want to hire an arborist to come out, you'd want to ask for a certified arborist. You'll hear me do ads okay. for one uh, within okay. this hour, in fact. So that's the answer on that. On the St. Augustine, I'm going to send you to my website, neilsperry.com, because I have the St. Augustine Diagnostics there. Um, I've asked, uh, I, I don't know that you mentioned St. Augustine to Mike. He knows not to put a lot of St. Augustine questions on, on my program because they take 10 or 20 minutes to diagnose, seriously. And <laughs> yeah. they're, they're very hard to diagnose. Most of what I have seen this year, people have misidentified as drought and heat when in reality it was chinch bug damage. I had a call yesterday that got through on, an, on my statewide program. Mike was not the board op for that. And um, I, I finally said, is this, is this die out in the sun? And the guy said, oh, yeah, all of it. And I said, that's chinch bugs. That's not heat and drought. Uh, heat and drought would also have shown up under the, beneath their trees. And um, I said, you had chinch bugs out in the sun. They only show up in the sunny areas. And I said, next year, you need to be very careful uh, to, to watch for them. They will come back to the same places each year. They, they showed up about the same time that the drought hit and the high temperatures hit. And so there were thousands of lawns that were impacted by chinch bugs where people thought that it was just the drought. 
and there were rumblings of water curtailments and cities were and the water districts were saying you need to cut back on water and people took it to the extreme uh, those lawns will not come back if there's no green in the runners then there's nothing left to come back there's nothing below ground with st augustine so i've got to so let break you that out uh, I, you're gaining nothing by raking it now. I just keep it mowed and tidy because your lawn's going to be brown all winter anyway. Everybody's will when it freezes. Right. And right. Uh, just see what you have in April, and then you can you can put plugs in at that point, or you can start over and till it and, and put sod in. But you do need to watch out for chinch bugs each year. Go to neilsperry.com and look at St. Augustine Diagnostics, and you will you will see uh, all the different things that can happen, and you'll see how similar they look and how hard it is to diagnose St. Augustine questions in a phone call on the radio. That's why I, okay. I, I send people there instead. I hate to run, but I'm now 10 minutes behind on my first break of the program, so I hope that helps, Jeff. I'm grateful yes, thank for you, your, Neil, and have, you a, have a blessed Sunday. Same to you. Thank you, sir, so much. All right, folks, let me uh, get a couple of things done here, and I'll come right back to the phone call. Stay with me, please. Um, I want to tell you about uh, an offer that is closing down. This will be the last day of the uh, that you'll hear on the radio, this offer for my book. Uh, it is uh, the fifth printing, the last remaining copies. As I began the weekend, and I've had several programs uh, already this weekend, I had about 250 copies of the fifth printing of my book, the ones that I have set aside to sell at uh, $32.95. I had about 250 copies left. When those are gone, the price will go up for the sixth printing. The only difference is a is two short paragraphs referring to the cold of February 2021. And it's not really highly instructional information other than acknowledging that they happened, that, that cold spell happened, and that it uh, proved that what I've been saying in all the other printings, that we need to use the... Uh, USDA hardiness zone map of 1990 instead of the 2012 map is accurate. And so and people who had earlier printings, you haven't lost a thing. Uh, so you have these, you have a, you'll be getting a book that has 11 chapters covering all aspects of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas, and you'll be saving a ton of money, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, more than 25 multi-page charts. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're working so hard to grow. And that's the chapter people tell me pays for the book. Then chapters three through 11, see if you can recite this with me now. Trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. That's what you'll find in the book, all that information. It took me a year to do this book, and uh, you get it for $32.95, satisfaction guaranteed. I need to give you that satisfaction guarantee because you don't see this book before you buy it. It's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. The only two ways you can get the book are by calling my office tomorrow after 9, or better yet, by ordering it from my website right now. If you order from my website, you will get the book at $32.95. Even if I sell out today, I will honor it at $32.95. I'll go to the six printing books and honor it at $32.95. Once we sell out and once we get into tomorrow, if we see that we're sold out, then I will not honor it beyond that. So you better order quickly. 
$32.95 as long as I have copies of the book. Here's the phone number for the office, 800-752-GROW. That's tomorrow after 9, 800-752-4769, and my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. The ever-shifting soil here in North Texas is responsible for more foundation damage than any other single factor. We get soils that get so dry that they crack and crack apart. We have a road that was finished by a company that didn't do a really great job out in our neighborhood, and there are cracks now in that road that are probably three inches wide. It was just done two years ago. Uh, It's uh, asphalt. And the same sort of thing can happen with foundations that are not properly prepared when the house is built. Advanced foundation repair can come in and make your house whole once again. You really need to have them come out and do a very thorough analysis of your home. Let them bring their equipment in, and there's no charge for it. It's amazing to watch, and they will identify the uh, the presence of, the, the location of, and the magnitude of any problems you have in your foundation. Then they'll tell you what it would cost to fix them. It will be probably surprisingly affordable, and if you hire them to do the work, you'll get a guarantee of their work after it's finished, good for the lifetime of the dwelling. Those are reasons they're called Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repairs.com, Advanced Foundation Repair. News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller is all about. Mueller's been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for 90 years. Well, right now you can grow yourself a Mueller greenhouse right there in your own backyard. They're easy to assemble, bolt together greenhouses come in five sizes. From six by nine, that's too small, to 12 by 21, there you go. They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get yourself a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com. 
M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553. MuellerInc.com, that's Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means greenhouses. We're going to have more of my program after the news. I hope you give me a call. It is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP. And WBAP.com. Private plane made an emergency landing on a South Dallas street yesterday. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. An accident is blocking two of the inside lanes of northbound 35E at Hundley Drive in Corinth. In Fort Worth, an accident's blocking the right lane of southbound 35W at Long Avenue. And in Dallas, they're still dealing with a jackknife semi-trailer on southbound 45 at Live Oak Street. Only the left lane is now getting past that uh, debris. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Showers and storms today. High temperature 72 degrees. Weather service says storms are likely for the next several hours. Gusty winds, small hail are possible. It'll rain tonight as well and should end. The rain should let up sometime Monday morning. Right now, we're looking at 65 degrees in Dallas, 64 in Fort Worth. An investigation's underway to determine why a twin-engine private plane had to make an emergency landing Saturday afternoon on Keast Boulevard in South Dallas. The pilot reported engine trouble shortly before the landing. He managed to land the plane without incident. Both he and his wife were unhurt. He did damage some utility lines, and he hit a speed limit sign. But overall, there was very little damage. Dallas Mavericks are going to erect a statue at the American Airlines Center to honor the now-retired Dirk Nowitzki. Nowitzki played his entire 21-year career with the Mavs, leading them to an NBA championship in 2011. Mavericks plan to unveil the statue in a public ceremony on Christmas Day, shortly before their scheduled game with the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Marshall Sapolsky with Callaway's in North Arlington, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Marshall, very, very much. And thanks, Dennis. I was uh, looking before I uh, do a, a little bit of a break here. I uh, was looking at my weather apps on my phone. I have Weatherbug and the Weather Channel, and they are both calling for lows uh, Tuesday night of low 30s, 31, 32 in uh, McKinney and Denton. Oh, my gosh. And Amarillo is something like 40. Go figure that one out. I am, and and the 
TV weather forecasters are not calling for anything like that. So for the for the Dallas and Fort Worth areas, the urban heat pockets, I'm going to watch that. I don't have any plastic on my greenhouse right now. I had to get a special kind of plastic due to raccoon problems getting between the two layers of my plastic. I have it on hand, but the man who pulls the plastic for me is uh, scheduling me. So go figure that one out. Anyway, back to back to business here. Arborological Services. Remember I mentioned to a caller just a few minutes ago that you need a certified arborist? How about a company that has 12 certified arborists? How about a company that has three Texas Arborists of the Year, three men who have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the whole state of Texas. Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, Kevin Bassett. Oh, my goodness. They've only been doing that for about 20, about 20 years. And already they have three of them in their fold there at Arborological Services. That's of all the tree service companies in the whole great big state of Texas. Oh, my goodness. And they have a 13-time Texas State Champion tree climber, Miguel Pastanez. He actually does the, brings the crew to our house. This is an awesome company, and they have the best equipment, the best trained employees around. These are the people that you want to have working on your trees because your trees are valuable to your landscape. They're worth a lot of money in the resale value of your home, in the recreational value to you of your landscape, to the beauty of your landscape, and to the energy conservation of your landscape. Arborological Services is the company that can help make all that uh, stay around for a long, long time. Arborological Services. Let me give you all their contact information. You'll find them on Facebook at Arborological Services, Inc., on Twitter at The Tree Experts, and on the web at arborological.com. I'm going to spell it. Occasionally, I'll just break down and spell it for you. There's no, it's totally phonetic. A-R-B-O-R-I-L-O-G-I-C-A-L. You can look it up in any forestry textbook. And it'll, it'll show up as a real word there. This is not a cutesy thing at all. One phone number does it all. They're local and totally local, but they have a toll-free number, 866-552-7267. 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. DFW's most listened to news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 820 WPAP and 99.5 FM HD2. All right, I need to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited because they are fabulous. You know what's happening right now? Migration. You knew that. It's not just the monarchs, it's the birds too. So many of our Midwestern birds come to Texas or come through Texas and or come to Texas but come through this area to get to South Texas. All kinds of combinations there, but the 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 fact of it is they need feed and this year more than ever because of a couple of prolonged droughts. We just I saw on the news last night we've just come out of the tenth longest dry period in history. And that's that's since second of September. Good gosh, it will not end. And so we need to feed our birds. Three of the wild bird stores joined together to sponsor this program and my KLIF program and my electronic newsletter, eGardens. Three of them joined together. I'm going to tell you about those three. They have the best feeders and the best feeds blended by professionals and made with careful 
uh, uh, design science behind them. These are not just some little cheap put together, thrown together uh, with some guy's hunch of how uh, a feeder ought to look and operate. These are professionally designed, uh, I'm sure, by ornithologists and by engineers. They're impressive. The stores are full of happy people who enjoy bird feeding and the hobby of bird watching. Okay, the three stores are, and then I have a special call out for one of them. David's stores in the Park Cities at 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. Ron's store is uh, at 5708 Abrams. That's one block south of Northwest Highway. Ron had been in another location. He moved to this location uh, at 5708 Abrams back in February. And Bertie's store in McKinney is just south of Tom Thumb on Harden, 3001 South Harden, and uh, that's just south of El Dorado Parkway. And it's at that store that this coming Saturday, six days from now, they're going to be talking bats at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Kate, uh, let me get closer so I can see her uh, name. Uh, Kate uh, Ragradin, uh, Director of Special Projects for Bat World Sanctuary and co-author of The Essential Bat, will give a free event um, and uh, that will be everything about bats. Our son, uh, grandson uh, Joseph and I went to a, a very similar event. Uh, it's been uh, three years ago, and Joseph was enthralled with it. We sat in the back, and before that program was over, he had weaseled his way around and was standing alongside toward the front, and he got to hold bats, and he got to ask his questions. He loved it. And that's at Wild Birds Unlimited, but you need to call for reservations. Seats are limited. The phone number, and they're closed on Sundays at that store. The other two are open Sundays. But call 972-472-2000. Well, 2022. Let me do that again. 972-472-2022. That's Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney for bats next Saturday at 4. News Talk 820 WVAP. FM 99.5 HD2 and WBAP.com. I want to do a very short mention for my eGardens newsletter. It is free and always will be. It comes from my computer to your email. There are five stories in it each week. And I do a, spend a lot of my work week, probably two days a week, working on eGardens. I got up at 4.30 this morning because I had a brainiac idea of a story I wanted to write for eGardens. I thought no better time than right now while it's fresh in my mind. 4.30, that is not a good plan, but I did, and I'm happy I did. eGardens, it's free, always will be. I'll never spam you, nor will I give or sell your email address to anybody. So you have nothing to worry about from that standpoint. I think you'll enjoy it. We have 80,000 subscribers. Take a look at what it is already and picture that coming into your email each week. I think you'll find it very, very helpful. Uh, you can see it, and you can sign up for it at the same place. It's on my website at Neil Sperry. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Same place you go to buy my book, but in this case, you click on the eGardens tab. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Kenny Milas from the Fort Worth Stonegate store, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. Now we go back to the phone lines, and I'm going to get these two calls in before we take another break. Faye and Forney, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting. How can I help you? Well, I hope you can help me. We are very alarmed that we have a vine in our yard that's been identified as kudzu. It came up 
at the base of a large hedge, and before we knew it, the whole hedge was practically taken over with the vine. Well, we pulled the vine out, but now the adjacent yard of um, St. Augustine grass, that vine has popped up yards and yards away, and we have no we have used a product, a brush killer product, that suppose, has on the label kudzu kills, but it only touches the leaves. The vine underneath the ground is still there and p- continues to pop up. Faye, tell me what the leaves look like. Well, they're almost heart-shaped, mm-hmm. and um, they're very regular, you know, along the vine. Okay. Uh, they're small. I would say um, small. They're small, like a woman's, the palm of a woman's hand. Even smaller than that, really. Okay, that doesn't sound like kudzu. And does this well, climb and clamber over shrubs, or is it strictly on well, the on the lawn? Well, it goes over shrubs, but it goes over anything that it's on. If it's does on it have pen, flowers? No, it has seeds. Well, it has to have some kind of flower if it's going to have seeds. Well, I've never seen a flower on it. Okay, no, that's fair. It's yeah, that would be identified then as an uh, unnoticeable or not. Not uh, see what is the phrase for it that the botanists use? uh, Not distinguished flowers or something like that. we do not have, I, I don't get a kudzu call from the Metroplex uh, in 25 years. Um, I've had maybe two in my career from the Metroplex. Lucky us. Well, I'm not willing to admit that you have kudzu. I think you need to get another opinion with somebody looking at it. I wish I could see it. Um, have you Have you compared that really carefully to kudzu photos online? Yes, yes, we have, actually, <clears throat> and it looks exactly the same. All right. And, the little, <clears throat> the little and where, seeds, where did it originate? How do you think you got it? We have no idea. The only thing we can think is that huge big hedge that is, uh, shelters the patio. Uh, birds are often in that hedge. And right, we just, but, but now we've noticed uh, along in the neighborhood, they're in other places. It, that vine is in other places. All right. All right, there had to have been an original source, and I wondered if it came in with nursery stock or what, because like no. I say, okay, okay, I'm trying we to help. Done any Believe me. Thank you. Okay, I'm trying to help. I'm on your team. And uh, having taken almost half a million calls now in 55 years, you'd think I'd have had another kudzu call. I have them, but they come from East Texas. They, it's, it's a plant that prefers acidic, sandy soil, not the black clay soil that you have in Forney. And that's why it's just not very common uh, in our area. I have seen it once in a, in a yard where they had brought a lot of unusual soil in. Um, Okay, let's assume whatever it is, we don't have to know exactly what it is. You can control any broadleaf plant with a broadleafed weed killer. That's going to be something containing 2,4-D, 2,4-D, as in dandelion. This is what I watched my dad do for his career with Texas A&M. He was a a weed control specialist for Texas A&M. You would apply it during active growth. 
Uh, you will have better control, and so that's going to be April, May for any any broadleafed weed that we're trying to control, um, unless it's a winter weed, and this obviously is not. Um, you would uh, apply it with a, a pump sprayer or a uh, if you're using a power sprayer, it would need to be one where you can regulate the amount of pressure you have so that you apply a relatively fine mist, not a, not a mist, but a small droplet size. You don't want to blast it with a hose end sprayer. In other words, you don't want to buy one of the broadleaf weed killers that screws on the end of a hose. Uh, you apply it to the point that it coats the leaves, but does not uh, form big beads and run off. Um, it might help to put a drop of liquid dishwashing detergent per gallon of mixed spray uh, as you are, are mixing it to hold it on the leaves. That will break up the surface tension on the leaves. You might have to spray a couple of times because we have uh, rhizomes apparently uh, with whatever this is. If it is kudzu, whatever it is, um, that will help uh, get more of it into the, well, that, that, would be necessary to get enough into the rhizomes, into the roots, to kill them out, uh, because there's just a lot of woody tissue that way. But that's what that's what you would need to do. You can't spray over shrubs with what I just described, because it would not distinguish between shrubs and the vine. Um, well, on the 2,4-D, if I sprayed it, will it kill the San Augustine? You wouldn't want to do it in the heat of the summer. You can per, uh, spray it on uh, on St. Augustine up to 80 or 85 degrees. You need to be okay. discreet when it gets hot. But in April and May, you'll have plenty of options of, of times to spray. That's the better time to, to spray the, the vine anyway. I, you know, but I would still, um, I would still go through the county extension office. I'd take samples in. Uh, to your Kaufman County Extension Office and have the county agent identify this for you, the the, the lead agriculture agent. Uh, make sure that you have the, the vine identified properly. And um, just so you'll know, because some weeds are harder to control than others, uh, some weeds are very, very difficult, and others are very easy if you know what to use and when to use it. So... That, well. that might be of help. There are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of good informational sheets on controlling kudzu. Uh, if I were to, uh, uh, uh write up a, a control measure, uh, what I would do is I would Google, um, I use another search engine, but I would, I would search for, uh, in, these would be my keywords. The first word would be university. I want to see what the land grant universities say. It's always going to be an ag school. Um, and then I would put kudzu control. That's okay. all I'd have, those three words. And that would put up, that will pull up what Clemson says, what, uh, what Auburn says, what LSU says, what Texas A&M. Texas A&M probably won't lead the pack on that one. It's, it's more of an Alabama. So that's going to be Auburn, uh, Mississippi State, um, and, and, uh, uh, Georgia might have something and, uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Those are those are your key states that are going to have really good fact sheets on controlling. Well, thank you. I'm going to do my best. I, we, as I said, we are very concerned because sure. it is it's so invasive and up and down the. I, I got all um, that. Alley, uh, yeah. 
we see it in other people's yards too. So I got it. Uh, we're not okay. the only one. Well, no, I understand that. I'm not doubting that. And, and whatever it is, the control will be the same. The 2,4-D is is what is. Okay. It's yeah, and it's going to be a blend. It will have 2,4-D and a couple of other active ingredients that are active in the soil, and that's all the more reason you can't use uh, the the combination. The Trimec is what it's called. You cannot use the Trimec uh, products around trees and shrubs because they will do harm to them. You have to be very, very discreet, very careful in how you apply them. But it'll give you all that information on the on the labels, and it'll give you all that information on the fact sheets from the universities. So is good luck with it. Hope that this hmm? weather is this weather made it too late to spray this year, or remember, to remember spray? what I said. Remember what I said when it's growing actively, April May. Okay. This is not okay. the time. Yeah, not the time. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. Good luck with it. All right, uh, Don. I promise you, I would get you in. I can answer your question quickly and still get my break in and honor my promise to you. Don and Carrollton, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, hi, Neil. I'm uh, swimming I'm upstream, Don. I'm trying to get to you. <laughs> How can uh, I help? Neil, in in North Carrollton, I've got that black, slippery clay as, as my soil. I had some foundation work done and a root barrier installed, and some of the extra clay has been spread on the uh, land between my house and my next door neighbor. I need to put some sod down, and I would like to know how many inches of either compost or topsoil I need to put on top of this black clay to uh, to foster uh, zoysia growing between my houses. Okay. And do you have zoysia in the rest of your yard? Um, only in some of the yard, but I assume that that would be best to, uh, to put in between my houses. My front is Bermuda, but it's under a tree. And so the Bermuda doesn't grow re- real well. Is Zoysia my best choice? I don't know that it would be. And I think your Bermuda might get into it and take over. Uh, but I'm going to leave that decision up to you. There goes my next 20 minute discussion. If I'm not careful, um, Zoysia is a, an attractive grass. Um, in in shade, I probably would try St. Augustine first. It's the most shade-tolerant grass we have. Zoysia might come second. Um, and Bermuda, like you said, is not a good uh, shade grass. But uh, in, in plant, let me answer your question directly. Uh, I would use a rear tine rototiller to pulverize the clay soil that you have, rake it smooth, and then... Um, I would put maybe one inch or half an inch of um, of a really clean, free of nut sedge, nut grass, and Johnson grass topsoil. I would not want compost. Compost uh, just not going to last any time at all, and you don't know what compost is. People can call anything they want compost. Um, so a sandy loam topsoil would be ideal, maybe half an inch thick. That's all. You don't need any more than that. Uh, you need to be very careful now that soil's been added that you have not changed the runoff, the drainage flow pattern, uh, into a, a, a way that is going to cause water to back up into somebody's garage or backyard or something. So just be careful before you start finishing everything up and putting sod down that you have the drainage down right. Okay, half inch of topsoil. Yeah, it doesn't need much, just enough to get the grass started. 
Okay, great. I appreciate it, Neil. Thank I'm you glad you called. Thanks for being patient with me and waiting all that time. Take care. All right, folks, here is the uh, the lowdown on my book. It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. We began the weekend with 250 copies of the fifth printing set aside and still available at $32.95. When they're gone, the price goes up. It's as simple as that. This was the supply chain issue I began the summer with. That's when the, the delivery of my uh, sixth printing was possible. And I don't want to have these two mixed together. And so it, it's just, just been a nightmare for me, this supply chain thing. And so I now I'm down to 250 copies of my book in my garage. I can see them. I can count them. And when they're gone, the price goes up. I'll take delivery, and that will be it. If you want the book, you need to get it right away. 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, and uh, it covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the state of Texas. And this is your chance to save a lot. I sign every copy as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction with the book or I'll refund every penny. Not one request for refund yet. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. Here are your two ways to order, but get it done. This is the last day I'll be doing this ad. One way is to wait until tomorrow if you want to take that chance and call my office. 800 752 grow The better way is order it right now. You know you'll get it. If you go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repairs. Com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into realities. You've heard me say that many times. This is a company I really do believe in. Mike and Derek Wisnan, a second and third generation father and son team in this business, own this business, 22 acres of glorious stone. They'd love to have you come by. Nice guys, really nice guys. And they're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. This fall would be a wonderful time to fulfill your landscaping dreams by going to Whiskey Stone. They have every kind of stone, whether you're putting in a retaining wall, a patio, a walkway. Maybe you need bed edgings. Maybe you're doing a fountain or just decorative boulders. They have it all. Decorative gravel. Whiskey Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 4501. East Loop 820 South. Phone number is 817-429-0822, 817-429-0822, whiz, 
Q.com. That's Whiskey Stone. We at Callaway's and Cornelius are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Ross from the Cornelius in Houston, and we're proud to be sponsoring this segment of the program. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Ross. Cornelius Nursery is one of the best-known nursery chains in Texas, and when Sterling Cornelius decided to to uh, retire, he sold to the uh, Callaway's uh, group because he knew they would take care of his baby, and they have. Sterling Cornelius, a, a legend and a friend. Lisa in Fort Worth, stay with me. We'll get you right on the other side of the news, folks. If you'd like to call, it's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I'll be right back. Stay tuned, please. <laughs> 